Hey, you guys, this is Rebecca. <laughs> and this is Lily. And you're listening to <laughs> Just Schooly Things. <laughs> if you can't tell, Lily is so done with this episode already. <laughs> and you guys don't know, but this is our 15th billionth fucking take. Oh, yeah. My At least. desktop didn't want to work, so we had to figure something out, and we we did it. So. We got it. We got it. So we figured it out. Yeah. It was, like Lily said in the last take before I realized I wasn't recording, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Which, speaking of, that is what we are talking about. Oh, I was like, don't. Okay, so the light only blinks when we talk, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I think it changes the levels. Wait what? a minute. Why did Google just go off right now? Why did my Google just go off? Your house is haunted, man. There's like a ghost came in here with your dog. Oh, God. Oh, speaking of which, I hope you guys all saw that we added a new addition to the Boo family. Loki Bear. He's so cute. I'm obsessed with him already. The newest Boo thing. The newest Boo thing. Do you know that thing got like 700 likes or close to it? Yes, I saw that. I mean, that's because your face is in it and they're all like, ooh. I think it was mostly because of the dog. Oh, yeah, no, the dog. Oh, yeah, the dog was. The dog helped. Yeah. I posed next to a dog. They'd be like, wow, two dogs. <laughs> the 12-year-old boy and the yeah, dog. Yeah, 12-year-old boy. How sweet. <laughs> all right. So I think we should just get right into, this, uh, into uh, the different nightmares, bad dreams that we did research on as well as reading what our listeners have sent into us. Yeah, we got a bunch. And they're all good. They're all really good. Yep. Uh, so thank you guys so, so much for sending in your emails. If you don't hear your story on this week's episode, don't think that we're ignoring you. We're probably leaving your episode for, I mean, your uh, story for another episode. <laughs> I'm, Can you tell we are tired? I am so done with this. All right, last episode of Just Ghoulie Things here right now. Yeah, now. peace. Uh, no, that's not happening. Okay, so let's get into the whole dream thing. All right. All right, so sometimes dreams are a long way from sweet, and they can, in fact, be quite opposite, like haunting, distressing, or worse. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. dun. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe we just did it at the same time. Ah, Sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> so we're going to kind of explain to you the different things that can go on in your mind while you're sleeping. So the first stage is bad dreams. So a step down in intensity from nightmares, bad dreams can be disturbing. And the main difference is that you're likely to continue sleeping through them. You may remember a bad dream storyline, themes, or images right when you wake up or even later in the day, but these unpleasant dreams typically cause less emotional distress than Mm -hmm. nightmares do. Bad dreams tend to be more common than nightmares. Okay. And take it away with the second level. Oh, okay. Let's go. Here's what a nightmare. I don't understand. I'm just so out of it. Okay. So nightmares. While in the midst of these vivid, frightening dreams, the dreamer usually wakes up abruptly and can describe the nightmare often in detail. Nightmares occur during REM sleep, which typically lasts longer in the morning hours. Uh, approximately one in four children ages five to 12 has frequent nightmares and they are not usually cause for concern, though they may occur often when the person feels stressed out or anxious. Uh, When a kid has a nightmare, he or she typically wants to tell his or her parents about it and gain reassurance that it was just a dream and not real. Because the child may be frightened or upset by the nightmare, he or she may have trouble going back to sleep. As a parent, you can probably relate (laughs) Since adults can get nightmares too. Yeah, you know, I think like uh, reading through these definitions so far, I've probably had a nightmare. Yeah, definitely. I realize I get really bad dreams slash nightmares when I'm sleeping on my back. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't, or if I'm sleeping between two pillows. That's interesting. Yeah, like if I'm sleeping between like the little slit in between two pillows, I notice I have nightmares. Wow. Yeah. Weird stuff. 
I don't know. I just thought of that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And the last, but definitely not least, is night terrors. So they're like nightmares in overdrive, but are much less common. So night terrors often induce terror or panic in the dreamer, causing the person to scream or shout, sleepwalk, or frantically thrash around in bed. They're sometimes caused by post-traumatic stress disorder and typically occur during the non-REM stages. In contrast to a person having a nightmare, a person having a night terror will remain asleep, though he or she may appear to be awake. Um, It's difficult to awaken someone during a night terror, so don't even try. Simply wait it out. Night terrors can be distressing to witness, but they don't cause harm to the dreamer, and he or she is unlikely to remember the horrifying event in the morning. Night terrors are most common in kids ages four to eight, though they can continue into adolescence or even adulthood. The good news, occasional night terrors usually go away on their own. But for all our listeners out there that may be experiencing night terrors, if you're losing a lot of sleep from night terrors on a regular basis or you're experiencing severe anxiety during the day, please, please, please talk to a doctor about it because gotta gotta check on yourself. Before you... Yeah, check yourself before before you you wreck wreck yourself. yourself. No, um, the interesting thing here though is that I, I have bad dreams, nightmares, and night terrors. And I like didn't think night terrors were real. But don't freak yourself out because if you do have a bad dream or a nightmare, don't tell yourself it's a night terror because then you'll just be paranoid. Oh, yeah. You, you probably know what overthink I mean? it. Yeah, like there are stress dreams and bad dreams. But like, you know, if you have a dream where like you're in front of a crowd naked and you're like, ah, no clothes, you know, not a night terror, you're good. Yeah. You're probably stressed. Did you, have you ever sleepwalked? I have not sleepwalked, but I do sleep eat. Wow. Not even lying. It's like, it's like a one night stand because it's so, okay, let's say that I eat a whole pack of Oreos in my sleep. I don't remember. So mm. I, I wake up and I look to the side, I look to my side and in my bed is something I'm like, what the fuck happened last night? You know what I mean? So I actually, yeah, I keep like a box of graham crackers in my room and that is hysterical. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, surprise, I sleep talk. But mm-hmm. I actually, sometimes I sleep talk where like I'm mumbling in my sleep, but I also sleep laugh. Like I'll just start hysterically. Awake? Like you wake up from laughing so hard? No, I haven't. Ah, no, I that's haven't. even worse. But my parents, like when I was younger, their room was across the hall from mine and they would just hear me hysterically laughing and they're like, it's like two o'clock, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. So they'd come to check on me and... I would be laughing. They'd walk into the room and I was just dead asleep. Yeah. That was also the house that was most likely haunted. So it could oh, have not even the, been me. Uh, trench coat and yeah, the hat. Yeah, and the fedora. Yeah, so it could have not even been me. It could have been the guy in the trench coat and fedora. But yeah. But Mike says that I talk in my sleep a lot. One of like the first few months we started dating, I slept over. And he recorded audio of him saying like I guess he was like touching my arm or like kissing my cheek or something and I was like get off me my boyfriend's gonna kick your ass He's a boxer <laughs> and he was like who's your boyfriend and I was like Mike and he was like oh good better be Mike <laughs> but like even in, like, in my dream like I legit did not even know who he was oh boy I, and then when he rec- he sent me the recording or he showed me I was like wait I don't even remember a sliver of Damn. that conversation. So, like, you don't even mumble. You, like, full-blown speak. Uh, yeah, I'll have a conversation. Or, like, he's experienced, now that we live together, I'll say things. He's like, what? And then, like, I just fall asleep. I, so, like, <laughs> he doesn't even know what I say. But, okay. So, we thought we'd start off our bad dream stories by starting with our listener encounters. We got so many. I I was, was honestly really shocked because we kind of put this together last second, I feel like. You exactly, know? yeah. But one of our listeners actually suggested this to us. We talked about it a little bit on other podcasts, mm-hmm. but we had this one specific listener who's one of our Patreon donors, hey. actually. Hey, hey, Christian. Uh, that tweeted us and was like, please do a Bad Dreams episode. I think it'd be really cool. So we're doing it this week. Shout out to you, Christian. So first story reads, Hey, I saw your request (laughs) for dreams and thought I might share a few. I've always had trouble sleeping and have always had dreams. Sometimes they're funny and wild. Frequently, they are stress dreams with recurring themes. Sometimes I believe they're messages from my spiritual guides. I've always been into the paranormal and have many experiences I could share. I give this disclaimer just to let you know dreams are not an unusual thing in my life, and as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at interpreting them. 
but I had one dream a few nights ago that I just can't shake. I was me, but I wasn't in my body. I was going around place to place in my spirit form and visiting different places and people that needed my guidance. But I only had a limited amount of time and many messages I needed to get across. It came time for my last visit and I was visiting my dad. I think my sister was there too. I was conversing with both of them, but I wasn't in my body, but I was in a body. I was trying to explain that I needed to get back to my body before the sundown, but I couldn't remember where I left it or how I could get back to it. <laughs> it's like a phone. Um, I was worried yes. because I Where's knew. Where's my phone? Where's my body? <laughs> Got to use the find my body app. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, let's say something bad would happen if I couldn't get back in time. Like I wouldn't be able to get back into it at all and I would be gone without a trace or explanation. And they wouldn't remember this conversation if that time came. A very old and disabled woman appeared and was around us. My dad was lecturing me for being irresponsible and not understanding how I could lose my body or how he was supposed to help me find it. That's me running late for work when I can't find my keys and I'm texting my coworkers. I'm like, I'm going to be late. I can't find my keys. My mom's like, how dare you? Get your shit together, Lily. You're 22. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Also, there is a great distance between us in real life. I live in Florida and my dad is in Nebraska and this distance existed in my dream. Okay, so you could see how psychologically your dreams come from real life experiences. Yeah. He didn't know how he could search this entire distance in a matter of minutes to help me. Um, I interrupt him saying, I think this woman can help me. She didn't speak, couldn't speak, like deaf and blind and could hardly walk old and I said excuse me I think you can help me and she had a symbol on her clothing that was similar to something I or my dad or sister was wearing can't remember who but I distinctly remember looking directly at it so I don't think it was on me she looked at me and held her hand like praise Jesus palm outward and hand (gasps) up type motion and suddenly I was being pushed back into my body once back in my body but also kind of at the same time I saw her walk away and then get onto a camel's back and ride away. I can't figure out what it means because it is so unlike any dream I've ever had. It also reminds me of stories of astral projection, which I've never had experience with. But in stories of astral projection, I know they say you're susceptible to evil spirits entering your house, and I'm very conscious of energies and evil spirits. So saying my house regularly and protecting myself and my home with crystals. I felt almost like a warning. I'm trying to figure it all out, but it's one of those few dreams that several days after having, I can still recall many details, and it is weighing heavy on my mind and spirit. I hope you enjoyed, Courtney. Thank you so much for your story, Courtney. That's weird. You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. You know how they talk about like those like, what are they called? Like a mirage or whatever when you're in the desert Uh riding a camel and you start hallucinating. So, but, you know, Courtney was in fact not on a, camel while having this dream so but it's just interesting that that's kind of why a camel were you just at a zoo do they have camels and you're in Courtney, Nebraska have you Florida? been smoking camelback cigarettes <laughs> no camelbacks are the water bottle my dumb ass oh wait there is camel um, cigarettes though yeah okay this is not endorsing smoking don't smoke okay here let me show you I'll show you later but yeah there's a little the mascot is like a camel with like a cigarette in it. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. It is really weird. All right. Second listener story. Me? Yeah. That's all, all, right. that's all you. It's all me. Okay. No pressure. Oh, great. Okay. This one says, hey, ladies, thank you if you are reading this. I'm sure you got a lot of stories. Anyways, I had two scary dreams that have haunted me forever. Now, I do want to admit that I have always had really vivid and fucked up dreams since I can remember. Mm. Like I mentioned, I have always had crazy dreams, and in most of them, I am literally always fighting Satan. Oh, yep, the big bad demon boss. Square up. <laughs> Square the fuck up, <laughs> Satan. Uh, he always attacks me in my dreams and tries to take me to hell, but I have always beaten him and gotten myself out of it or woken myself up. Good for you. You go. Um, but the one dream that I remember most is waking up in the dream while he is dragging me through a desert a desert again oh my god yeah um and i can feel gravel scratching my neck i can feel his grip on my ankle as he drags me i kick him and i am able to escape i wake myself up and i shit you not my back looks like it has scratch marks and feels sore as if i was as if i was being dragged for reals like in the dream oh my god yeah 
My back ached for the rest of the day. It was crazy. And I have only told a few people about this because, duh, this sounds crazy. (laughs) You're not crazy, though. Yeah. My second dream, uh, my second dream was where I am some sort of soldier and I'm in a type of Hummer driving with another soldier. I am on the passenger side. We are driving through a very narrow road and we find a truck run down into a ditch. The soldier driving stops and we get down to inspect the truck, but we don't find anything. We search further through the inside of the truck and find a sort of duffel bag and I open it and I find baby heads. (laughs) Yep. Tons and tons of baby heads. I I freak the fuck out and wake myself up to the point where I am frantically trying to run up my own bed, trying to run away from what I found. Oh, shit. That's it. Those are my two most memorable dreams. I have had others and probably worse, but I don't remember them well. These two have stayed with me forever, though. Keep it up, ladies. I love how you ladies have been developing this podcast. It motivated me to actually start my own. I hope to reach your heights. Oh, Kona Moore, Christian. Oh, I love this. Christian, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being such an active listener and always reaching out to us, tweeting us, commenting on our Instagram, DMing us. All that stuff. It's people like you that keep us motivated and keep us going with this podcast. You're the man, Christian. You the man. All right. All right. Numero tres. Wait, this is the same one. No, it's not. They it both is started not. with high ladies. He started with hey ladies. Oh. This one says hi ladies. Oh, my bad. There's a, a shout out to my coworker who starts every table of women by going, hello ladies. <laughs> and she like puts her hand in a little cup. Hey Elise. Okay. Gotta get that tip money. I'm gonna text her. All right. Hi ladies. As I'm sure you hear all the time, I love your show. Aww. So glad you gave me a follow on Instagram. Your episode on Colts was especially awesome. Side note, if you want an in-depth analysis on Jonestown, Case File Podcast has a three-part series on it, and it's fascinating. Ooh. All right, so we have a new podcast yep. to listen to. Oh, that's my list. Anyways, I'm not sure my story is completely relevant, but I wanted to share. I'm 23, graduated college in 2017. Oh, same age as me. Yeah, I was about to say. Since about 2015, I've started having nightmares about being in the middle of mass shootings. I don't blame you. I mean, there's so many that have been going on. It's fucked up. But um, the first one I had was by far the worst. I was in a big lecture hall and knew there was a shooter somewhere in the building. (gasps) As I was talking to the people around me, a man dressed in all black walked up to me and pointed an assault rifle between my eyes. I woke up crying and was shaken the rest of the day. Dude, I had one like that. Really? Holy shit. So I was in, wow, like this is crazy. So I was in my old elementary school Mm -hmm. and I was in our assembly room, which is pretty similar to a lecture hall, right? Like the lecture hall of an elementary school. And we were in, we were, and we were all in and they gathered us up into the assembly room and they said, there's a shooter in the building. And we don't know where he is. And I would just see like a guy walking by and he was in like a, like black, like he, I mean, it was a little different cause he was in like, you know, like a black suit or whatever, mm-hmm. but still it was, I, ugh. and, uh, he didn't come in the room. Anyways, it's, that's just, that's insane. I had mine uh, a just couple like weeks that. ago. Yeah, holy shit. It, and it was, the only difference was we didn't know where he is, but we knew he was in the building, so no one knew that's where to That's horrifying. Hide. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Okay. Since then, I have had about seven different dreams about being in a mass shooting, the most recent being a couple months ago. All the locations and scenarios have been different, but they all end up with a gun pointed at me. I'm now incredibly uncomfortable even thinking about being near or handling a gun. It's also caused me to get anxiety attacks in crowds, such as in full uh, in full movie theaters, concert venues, etc. Because I mean, yeah. you see that all in the news. Was mass shootings? It is everywhere. I recently did some research on what these dreams may mean since they were disturbing me so much. Based on my very scientific research, LOL, (laughs) I've come to the conclusion that I was killed young in a shooting in a past life. That's fair. Okay. Along with the dreams, I cannot picture myself growing old. It feels off to think about my life past 30, and it's more than just scared of growing old. 
I also have two birthmarks on my chest on and above my heart. Oh, oh my God. I've always, I've always thought that um, theory was. Yeah, I've like, heard that before. True. Because I, I have a lot. I mean, I have a lot of birthmarks. But yeah. when you see like ones that are like different, they say that in a past life, that's where you were stabbed or killed. Oh, I have one on my foot. Maybe someone stabbed you in the foot to stop you from running. Oh, they, they like put a pole or something through your foot. Holy keep you shit. From running. Breakthrough. Sorry wait, if I'm wait, like yours. Um, I mean, I just have a bunch of birthmarks. I have one on my neck. So maybe I was stabbed in the neck. You were stabbed in the neck. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Hopefully it was quick. Um, I don't have time. Neck for that. is better than the foot because the neck you're That's, out right away. Yeah. Yours was torturous. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, great. My luck. <laughs> So, so there's my awful. that is awful. So there's my nightmares. I don't know if they mean anything, but I plan to do more research on past lives to see if anything else adds up. Keep up the awesome work. You ghouls are so fun to listen to, and I look forward to your new episodes every week. Keep it spooky, Mary Grace. Thank Ooh. you. That was a good one. I mean, that these was are all really good. Yeah. But. That one. But, but you know, for you, like that resonated with you because you had something super similar. Yeah. So you I have that connection this to this one. You I didn't? Hadn't, no. Yeah, I did put the document together, so. I When I read it, I just kind of skimmed them. I read these last night, and yeah. I forgot. Like, I I was just organizing, and I didn't even think, but yeah. Yeah, no. It's I, freaky I, every time you read it. Rebecca had to take um, her new puppy mm. um, for, a, for a walk, and so I just kind of skimmed them. And then I like the format of the document we're reading confused me, but I, so I just kind of skimmed them, but I didn't, it didn't register like how fucking similar. That's insane. Okay. Wait, where am I? Okay. So you have the fourth story. All right. So are these, this, so this reader actually, um, I mean this listener, her story is pretty interesting because her, um, her Instagram actually talks about these scary dreams that she's had and yeah. she's created pictures based on her scary dreams that and is so awesome yeah so her um her instagram is at specter in scene s-p-e-c-t-e-r-i-n-s-c-e-n-e all right so if you guys will also repost yeah. the paintings that she's talking about that um that talk that are about her dreams so all of her dates. That's them, the right? times that oh, the times. Okay. That's the times based off of what her um, what her her nightmares were about. But you could just read the whole thing because it's really fascinating. And if you look at her pictures, it's they give you chills. Yeah, she's a really he or she's a really good artist. So okay, so this one um, happened at six twenty one. So it says, on a semi-regular basis, I will have a dream where I either look at a clock when I wake up, it is exactly the time, or I will wake up from a dream and without looking at a clock, I will know exactly what time it is. I had that with um, 4.21. Really? It was like around like four, it was like around that time at four o'clock. Weird. Oh, that's For insane. a long time. And my mom, every day, looks at the clock at 9.12. So September 12th, or... Yeah, or like four twelve, she gets really freaked out like on those days. Yeah, and I she bet. like she thinks that that's like her death day or someone Aww. close to her. It's, yeah, it's weird, very weird. That's insane. Okay, back to our listener. Right, story. sorry. Okay, so I recently had a dream where I was at a large outdoor party, a barbecue or picnic type of thing with open pavilions and lots of people in attendance. I couldn't see anyone I knew. But like you do in dreams, I somehow knew that there were a whole lot of my friends milling about just just out of sight. At some point, everyone started getting up from their seats, abandoning what they were doing and moving in one direction. One direction? <laughs> I fucking love one direction. I wondered where we were going. A man, very tall, very thin, dressed in a suit with big mirrored glasses and a huge sparkling faith, fake toothy grin told me, we all go to the barn now. Mm. The barn was a large, skinny wooden building the size of a large shopping mall ooh, <laughs> with three floors. At one point, while looking over a railing side, I saw people stacking crates, and for whatever reason, I knew right then and there that everyone had to get out before the sun came up. Huh. It's like, uh, it's like what is that? Um, that Ben Stiller movie? Night at the Museum. 
Yo, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, so it says, um, myself and the two people with me knew a bunch of people inside the barn, but it was understood that we could not all escape at once. We would be seen. We could not be seen. Myself and the two people escaped and ran to a parking lot where one person had a car. I looked back at the barn, which was now somehow in the middle of a grassy wheat field. The sun was coming up and in every window were figures staring back. There was a glow behind them. The door was huge, green, and there was no doorknob. It was fading into the field. I hoped that everyone knew I got out, that everyone I knew got out. I looked at the old car radio and in warbled numbers, it said 621. That's when I woke up and it was 621 a.m. Hmm. Yeah. So that was her one story. And then, and then the one on top. This one, right? 334. All right. You do that one, right? You want to? Or you want me to? I can read it if you want me to. This is all your story. It's all the same. Okay. No, I was just wondering because oh. mine, I don't want to. Oh, do no, because I was thinking you could just do your story at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Can no, we edit good. this out? Yeah. Can we get rid of this? Sorry. Okay. Story number two. So this one, 334. I recently had another hor- dream horrific enough that I woke up shaking with tears running down my face, but I could not remember why because I couldn't remember the dream. Over the course of the of a day or two, it came back to me. Do you ever get that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was inside my house and when looking through my kitchen and into my living room, I saw three people breaking in through a large window. Mm. In the dream, I knew who they were and I went to call the police, but my phone would not work. As they broke in and came towards me, my house transformed into a massive white building with multiple floors and a ton of closets, stairwells, hidden spaces, etc. They changed too. They were, now they were creatures, black, jagged, transparent, like sharp, thick smoke. Hmm. I'm picturing like Dementors right now. <laughs> they had no mouths, only shimmering white with red eyes. Uh, they came up to me and when they saw I was trying to call the police, they calmly and happily said, we're here now. They all disappeared deep into the huge white house. I went after them. I couldn't find them. Eventually, an officer showed up and found them in a closet and they disappeared. But now there were other people, with air quotes, in my house. Tons of them. They looked normal, but they were numb, staring, and aimlessly wandering around. In the dream, I lost it. It was suddenly, it suddenly felt like I was hit by an intense whoosh and I broke down screaming. This is when I woke up shaking. I looked at my phone and it was 3.34 a.m. Hope these work for you, Sarah B. Thank you, Sarah, for your story. And like I said, check out her Instagram. Um, We'll also be reposting her picture so you guys have um, an idea of what she um, what she created with her artwork to demonstrate what she went through in her yeah. dream. That's such a cool idea. I wish. Yeah, I wish I, wish, I was that creative. Right? I'm not that creative. Me whatsoever. explaining my dreams is like madness. You know what I mean? Like I wish I could like paint and shit like that. Me too. My mm. mom's very artistic. Like she would never do stuff like that. I don't think. But um, she's very artistic. She's very creative when it comes to gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. So that was our listener stories. Really quick, speaking of uh, Rebecca's mom being very artistic, mm-hmm. if you would like uh, a custom uh, caricature, caricature of your from beautiful face, <laughs> we you, are on Patreon. Yeah, that's one of that's the top tier. Ultimate boothang, I think. We ultimate boothang. Yes, if you want a caricature created by Deb Deb Roops, <laughs> go to our Patreon and donate. And you can get one. And we also have other tiers, too. We so we'll, stuff. yeah, we'll talk about that later and like oh, towards the yeah. end when we're finished with all this. Yeah. Um, okay. So these are stories that we did our research on and found online and absolutely spooked us and wanted to share as well with this episode. So the first one reads, standing in my living room, looking out the window, I see a nuclear bomb go off near the horizon. I lived with two of my sisters, so I started to run around the house telling them what had happened. After a minute or so, we felt the blast wave go through us, and we thought the worst was over. Then another bomb went off. 
this time a little closer. The blast wave hit us sooner, and I remember my skin feeling like I had horrible sunburn. I thought to myself, this is probably what it feels like to be in a microwave. We lived on a cul-de-sac, and our neighbor and two of his sons were standing in the road. We walked up to them as another nuclear bomb went off, and within a few miles of us, and I looked at the neighbor and said, when are they going to stop? He hauntingly responded, when we're all dead. (gasps) Then the blast wave hit us, and the dream was over. That dream still bothers me, and I dreamt it over a year ago. So vivid, and the pain I felt was unique. Very creepy. That I, you know, that's an interesting dream to have a nuclear bomb. Yeah, type. I've n- I've never heard stories of people being in nuclear bomb in their dreams. Yeah, you don't get that a lot, especially because I mean, it's just not as common. You hear about, you know, being unprepared or you know, some chasing someone chasing you, you can't run. Yeah. I've, have you ever had those dreams where you're like you're running away from someone and you're going like it look it feels like you're going through molasses yes. like so or like slow. when you try to run in a pool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or I've noticed I don't know if this is I don't know if you guys have dreams like this but because like I'm a boxer I literally have had dreams where I've woken up and I've like I woke up to myself throwing an uppercut or a hook like I literally feel That's my hands and it lifts yeah and I wake up so Mike's in for a rude awakening one of these days because I'm just going to land one on him. I'm like, so sorry, funny. I was sleeping. What can I, <laughs> what can I do? You boxing yourself. Actually, that's funny. So um, whenever, this still happens, but so uh, I'm an aspiring comedian. I think I'm a pretty good comedian right now. You're pretty fucking hysterical. I'm pretty good. Listen to the uh, last episode where I talk about hamburgers, Ronald McDonald's <laughs> friends being hamburgers. My mom was cracking up. <laughs> Um, anyways, you pulled that so out of your ass. I, cause you did not read those questions before and you just knew everything. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, I missed really yeah, those good two years of improv. Actually, I missed improv. Uh, shout out to Ted. Uh, <laughs> no, so I actually, but I wake up laughing from a joke, my dreams. And sometimes I write them down and sometimes they're like really funny uh, I'll tell you them later, but sometimes they're really funny. So like I wake up and I write it down and I go back to sleep. But sometimes like they're ridiculous. They're your just, spirit guys are trying to help you with your career, Lil. I know. I, I wake up to these really funny notes and it's like, oh, there's one though. Like it's just keywords. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll be like rug, mall, airport, realistic. And I'm like, and that's then, all you get. And yeah, then you But, but able I can to- kind of, sometimes I can kind of salvage it. Right? But I woke up to this one, which is ridiculous. It says, and I quote, and I quote, going once, going twice, torpedo in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That one I couldn't salvage or figure out. I can't wait till you find someone and you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just like... Oh my god, I got something. You're like hysterically laughing and Wake your, up. your your significant other is gonna be like, What what do you what happened? You're like, Sean I just come and I are a very happy couple. He just does this cute thing where he pretends he doesn't know I exist. And he has this like, cute little marriage certificate that he calls a restraining order and <laughs> <laughs> I know. Good I know one, it, good yeah. one. I'd be funny too I'll sometimes. I'll be like, Sean! And he'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> who are you? Yeah, who are you again? <laughs> oh, God damn it, you're back. <laughs> that Jersey girl. I changed the locks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lil, want to take it away with the second? Oh, absolutely. It would be an honor. So this one says, when I was around 14 years old, I started having these short recurring dreams of of me in front of a temple, sitting cross-legged with a little girl in my lap. Everything was in black and white, and she was a a small white girl wearing a white dress Uh. and had very long black hair, which is, again, talking about how it could just be because it's black and white. Like we said earlier, because memories are black and white, right? That was your theory. A very good theory. Nice. Good call me. All right. Pat on the back. Thank you. Um, So anyways, so she looked so innocent. Somehow in the dream, I knew she was slowly dying in my arms. The reason why this creeps me out a little is because I kept on having this dream. Only every time I would have it again, she would creep closer and closer to death. The worst part is that I had this agonizing feeling that there was something I could do about it, but I had no idea how to stop it. 
Eventually, I had the dream where she finally died in my arms and then the dream stopped. I still feel like I failed her. That's deep. Yeah. That that dream has so many levels to it that psycho- like something in his head or her head psychologically there's there's something that they need to kind of resolve. Yeah. Like I just there's something there's something to that dream. You just don't have a dream like that yeah. recurring for and then to the point where she finally died and then the dream stopped. Whew. That's significant to something. They have to look back in their if timeline. This was written by like a girl or a young woman if they were going through something that had to be, you know, put to rest. Yeah. Or maybe some stress or maybe we got some past life shit going on. Who knows? Yeah. That's a that's a that's a really intense one. That's a dream that makes you think. There's so mm-hmm. many different scenarios that could be going, that could be occurring with that one. Yeah. All right. So the next one. Had a dream where I was carrying around a large green gem. Every time I came, I uh, came to a choice. I'd look through the gem, and it'd show me many outcomes, and I'd pick which outcome I'd use. Slowly, my choices became more and more morbid. At one point. I was at a crosswalk and looked through the gem and saw myself hit by a car mm. or slip and break my neck. I decided to try and run away from it, and every choice from then on was death or painful death. Eventually, I ended up in a gray slash pink area that I slowly realized was just every possibility of anything that could kill me, blurry and faded. I eventually found a gun and tried to shoot myself just to end the madness, but every time I pulled the trigger, I'd see my corpse fall in front of me, and I'd still be okay. After the third attempt, I freaked out over the three dead me's at my feet and gave up. After a while, I remember just sitting down in a chair and slowly fading into the background of all possibilities. Yeah, this one got me. Yeah. Like, this kind of reminds me of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. But, or also like a video game where, because they, like, you would pick the different scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. There's a game I play on my phone, like, um, that's like that. It's all like, you're like in an abandoned forest and shit. I don't remember what it's called, but it's really good. Um, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. I freaked out over three dead me's at my feet. Ooh. I mean, third time's a charm. So I would have been expecting to die that time too. Like not even a joke. Like three it sounds yeah. funny, but like literally like one, two, three, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of remembering, I've had dreams where I've gotten stabbed or shot and like you feel the burning at first, mm-hmm. but then it like quickly subsides. Yeah. And it like makes me think like, did I just experience what death is like? Ooh! It's so creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. Like, it makes you think why you're having these dreams. Like, are you feeling how it felt in your past life to die? Yeah, What yeah, it yeah. was like? Some of them probably definitely are. Yeah. Um, that one that we read about the one earlier, right? Was it the first one we read or the second one? Which one? That of we the, read. Of the uh, mass shooting one. Oh, yeah. That was the one that uh, I read. I think that was like my first one yeah but yeah no that's oh god that's insane you know what of all the crazy shit that happens to me in my dreams i've never had anything where i actually well i've i've felt like physically affected but i've never had like the uh one story with the sunburn after the nuclear bomb or anything like i feel like people like if i get hurt or something but i never like you never actually have physical damage to yourself when you wake up no 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 and it's never you know like if i get shot like maybe i feel it but i don't remember how it felt when I woke up you know what I mean yeah and I still kind of remember how it feels yeah yeah Ooh. all right so <laughs> Chipotle, oh, Chipotle. <laughs> my fucking oh, email Chipotle. this is my professional email too and I have that shit sent to me why don't you stay open late? you watch basketball we deliver burritos free I free gotta me remind me to start watching, watching basketball, basketball. <laughs> all right so, Lily, we were talking about bad dreams, bad nightmares, and you said that you've had a few yourself that you remember very vividly. Yeah. So, you want to talk about them? Sure. All right. So, this one, and it's um, like people were saying earlier about how it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. So, this is one, of, I have a couple others, but one of them is like full-blown Reservoir Dogs violent, and I don't want to get into that. Like, it was awful. Yeah. Um. But this one is when I told my parents, they were like, holy shit. And my dad was like, that's Stephen King scary. So I call it the Stephen King nightmare. (laughs) 
So it, I don't remember when I had this, um, but I was in a haunted house with my mom. Okay. And, but it was clearly like an actual physical haunted house. So we're walking through, it's dark, there's only candles and everything. And I'm like, mom, like we got to get out. Like this, this isn't just like actors being spooky. This is real. Yeah. And like there are really like, like whatever was going on in there. And she's like, no, look, it's fun. Look over here. Like, look at this creepy painting. And I'm like, come on, Amy. God damn it. Shit, Amy, get it together. (laughs) She's that white person that just wants to. She's like, hey, let's go into this garage full of knives. Right. (laughs) And it was so frustrating because I'm like, mom, we have to go. We have to go. Or like something bad was going to happen. Right. And something about this dream was that nobody spoke except for me and my mom. So my mom, so we're in like this, almost like a study, like in an old house, mm-hmm. books, all that stuff. Um, and my mom's looking around and well, look at this, look at that. And I'm just standing still and I see a woman in like an old nurse's outfit, right? Kind of tattered, all that stuff. I see her like lean her head through the doorway, walk by and then lean her head back so that she kind of had eyes on me at all times. So like if the doorway was here, she'd like peek, walk Ooh. through and then yeah and then she'd go and then she'd walk she'd walk back and forth a couple of times her she would stroll her hands were behind her back like she was like checking something it was really weird um and it was fucking scary yeah it's dark and everyone in there is like amazing it was ridiculous so and you said they weren't speaking right no so no one I feel was like talking silence is even scarier than actually speaking sometimes yeah. Exactly. Because it was, what are you thinking? Like, you know, my mom's like, look, they're so in character. They don't even say anything. Which as someone who has gone through many a haunted house and a couple times worked in one, you know, I wasn't very good. Um, (laughs) But you have to talk like, or you have a prop that makes noise. You know what I mean? This was silent except for me and my mom. And there was no one else in there. So it wasn't like we were with a tour group or anything. (laughs) So, or maybe there were a few other people there. Maybe, I don't remember how the dream started. Mm -hmm. You know, perhaps we were like, trapped in I don't know but the earliest thing I can remember is my mom walking around I'm like mom no mom no and then the woman is peeks in through the door walks past the door and keeps her eyes on me right and then my mom sees her and waves her in and I'm like mom don't let this woman come in right and she just walks by again she doesn't come in Mm mm-hmm And then she like turns around the corner of the door though and like jumps in the room. And and she like jumps and she's like, ah, right? And and I'm like, holy shit. So she goes and she goes in and leans in by me and I see that her mouth has been sewn shut. Mm. And like really like not like like when they do it surgically, (gasps) like 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 black, thick black thread. Oh my God. So like zigzag. And she leaned in to talk to me and she couldn't say anything. And then the seams on her mouth, she opened her mouth, the seams burst open and she opens her mouth, but in between, in her mouth, uh, in between her lips. So when she opened her jaw was patchwork leather. So like skin and like, but it was like Ed Gain shit, like patched together. So it was like a little, you know, little pieces of different toned skin sewn together with thin pieces of like uh leather or you know that weird stuff you know like the little thins like swedish strips or whatever i don't know how to describe it um but it was ridiculous and so she just looks in and she just opens and you know her eyes go wide open and she drops her jaw <gasps> the bur- seams burst open and she has these little pieces of like you know, what looked like human skin yeah. or animal skin or whatever. Not like luxury leather. This isn't, you know. This isn't imported from Milan. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, ugh. um, God, I can picture it. And that, sound, that literally sounds out of a horror movie. Yeah. And a woman came over with like an old timey camera. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't match up because it looked like um, the house was from like the, around the 1800s, maybe 1900s. Um, and the people were dressed mm-hmm. as if it was like frozen in time. Like the Haunted Mansion in Disney. I don't know if you've ever been on it, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like that. Oh, right? Okay. Yeah, except for there were no singing ghosts <laughs> and anything. It wasn't that fun compared no. to the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> no, it was no fun. There wasn't a fun, spooky. It, it was just, ugh. It was like real. You yeah. know what I mean? And my mom 
looks over to a woman who has like those 1940s cameras, you know, when like you see movies and they have like the big flash and mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sh- so a woman has one of those. Um, and the woman waves us over, waves me over, waves the woman with the mouth over and is like trying to gather people, but very slowly, right? So she's like, not phased no. at all by the woman with the sewn mouth. No, like they were all like they were all must like servants or were there for the day or whatever. It felt like I was in some you know like someone's house, mm-hmm. uh, probably because I was in a fucking house. <laughs> and my mom's and a woman came forward to me mm-hmm. and says she would like to take a picture. And my mom says, "Oh, a souvenir picture. Let's go. This could be." Damn it, Amy. I know, my mom was so dumb. I mean, she's a smart woman here and like, but you know, but in the dream, she was just like giddy and excited and thought this was something that it clearly was not. (laughs) She clearly misread the situation. So we all get together and it's like this tall guy um, who had been standing there as if he had like, it was his house or he was like in his own study or whatever. And all of these people, and then it swaps out of my perspective, and I can see everything. So, like, mm-hmm. kind of in, like, an omniscient kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, we go, like, full-blown, like, third person. And I'm, and I, my view is, like, the, you know, four or five of us getting ready to take the picture. And the woman still has her mouth, like, the woman's mouth is sewn shut again, but, like, clearly redone. Mm-hmm. And I can see from behind the woman who takes the picture. So I see all of us. I can see the woman on her knee, like, you know, on the ground, taking the picture. And it switches from there being light in the room to dark. And as the flash goes off, in a like a split second of light i see this big like darkish figure um with like a white head and everything almost kind of almost like jack skellington oh right but God. if jack skellington like was actually like uh like a, like a dementor and jack skellington <laughs> right back to the dementors um for a split second but he was had these long arms and they were so he was like above uh standing above us and he had just like these long arms around all of us <gasps> for a split second oh my god so the camera goes off she goes and then i woke up and i couldn't move i was so scared that's but how did you know he was behind you because i saw i was seeing from I, I could see the room like it was a movie oh okay okay that makes sense yeah no i was just like i was so confused i'm like wait i'm like so you were, you were having this dream as if you were watching yourself. No, from the whole thing was from my perspective until that moment. Okay, okay. No, so, I, just, I lost that. Person. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, I should have specified. No, so the whole dream is through my eyes, you know. But at that last second, it switched. That's crazy. It's like it wanted you to see it. Uh-huh. Oh, and then I chills. woke up and I was like, "You ever wake up and like you feel like you're still in the dream?" Yep. So I was so scared I couldn't move, which is a little different from sleep paralysis, which is, you know, which I've had and a lot of people get. Um, but this was different. It was I, I couldn't move and I couldn't talk and I was freaking out and I was in my old house. So my parents' room was right across the hall from me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you freak out, you're like, I want my mom. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like when you're a kid, you're like, I had a bad dream. Can I sleep with you guys? Mm-hmm. But I couldn't speak because yeah. I was like, you know, she's what if she's real? What if she's here? And my head was wow. like, I, I couldn't move. And I would like try to like look out the corner of my eye because um, the bed was like parallel to the wall with the door. So I was like kind of move my eyes to see if she was there. And I was just scared shitless. And I don't and I just like couldn't fall back asleep. It was awful. And this is all so vivid. Like I and I can remember it now. And it was like a regular did you wake up like in the, was this something that you woke up in the middle of the night to? Or I think it might it? I think it must have been the early morning. Okay. I think it must have been around four or five AM. Oh, okay. Something wow. like that. Yeah. Cause I don't fall asleep till late usually. Yeah. I have major sleeping problems. As you can see. <laughs> um, but that's probably of all of them, 
that's the scariest one because it was also, you know, it wasn't just, we all have the dreams of being chased by a murderer. You know, we all have those nights when we get so freaked out, like we can't move or at least it's much more common than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. But that one was just the image of her mouth of the woman's mouth. That's the scariest part. And then me thinking it was calming down and then it's switching. And there was just like this mass behind all of us with his arms around us. And then I woke up and I was like, my heart was pounding. Was there anything that happened that you remember around that time that could have been relative to that? So I'm not positive, but I think this might've happened, um, back when I had a sick family member. Mm -hmm. And so my, uh, parents were at the hospital a lot <laughs> and it was really rough yeah. obviously because I had never lost a family member before so it was my first time and it was really tough and I was stressed at school and you know I had I had you know gotten to a really dumb fight with some friends and I wasn't seeing my mom a lot and mm-hmm. when I was a kid I had the worst separation anxiety like the worst and, you know, we thought it was just, oh, she wants her mom, like, blah, blah. I feel like I'm talking about myself a lot. Sorry. But just to explain it, right? Yeah. Um, it was, you know, like, I had to sleep, like, across from my parents. Like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. It was yeah. it was really weird. Um, the good thing is they never had to pay for a babysitter because <laughs> they didn't go out. <laughs> All that money went into therapy. <laughs> uh, but And my mom uh, was having a lot of conferences for work which she pretty much had to go to. So she was gone for like two weeks at a time. And so I think it was my mom being there, but she wouldn't listen to me. She wasn't there for me. But I don't get why it had to be so goddamn scary. Uh, We we get messages. We don't know why we get them or why we get them the way we do. But sometimes we just need that message. I just don't get why that message had to be so goddamn scary. Like you could have, like my brain could have gotten that point across for me without a woman with her mouth sewn shut. And you'll never know. The world may never know. All right, guys. So on that that note, note. (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Just Just Ghoulie Things. Things. Please follow us on social media. You can follow like us on Facebook, Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. You can follow our Instagram at Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. And Lily, tell them what our Twitter is. JGT Podcast. And also, (laughs) like we said earlier in the episode, we just created a Patreon our Patreon, um, we already have some donors. So thank you so much for everyone that's joining into our Patreon. Thank you. Our Patreon has different tiers. You can read all the tiers on the website. Um, but, I mean, even for as little as $1 a month, that's mm-hmm. where we start off at, $1 a month or more. You get all these different perks. We're still kind of changing the perks. We're adding things and... Uh, at we're some tweaking. point, yeah, we're, we're, doing we're some still tweaking. learning ourselves, <laughs> um, and eventually, as we start building, um, as start as we start building our following and continuing to get more Patreon donors, we want to also include extra content. Mm-hmm. So right now, we're only filming once a week, but we would love to start filming twice a week, and for Patreon donors, three times a week. So mm-hmm. please, please, please go to our Patreon. Um, our Patreon name is Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. So if you go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, you can become a Patreon donor there. Just search Just Ghoulie Things Podcast and our logo will pop up. So thank you again so much for listening and we will talk to you later, boo-thangs. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>